Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, 4 o'clock hour on a conference championship Friday and a chocolate cake Friday. What the hell? Um... (laughs) Sean Merriman is going to join us this hour. Let me start, though, with the stock market report sponsored by Miami Lakes Auto Mall. Start the new year in a new ride with no payments for 90 days. Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram.com. Mixed day on Wall Street. Dow Jones up 60 points. S&P 500 down three points. NASDAQ down 55 points. Give you a little cat talk as well. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play. Get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Cats and Penguins tonight in Pittsburgh. Sergei Bobrovsky will be in net for the Florida Panthers. Tomorrow, they'll be in New York, face the Islanders. And then next week, the Flyers are in town Tuesday, the Washington Capitals on Thursday. We're going to do the show out there on Thursday. And by the way, just something to keep on your radar, NHL All-Star Weekend begins next weekend in Toronto. We know Sam Reinhart and Sergei Bobrovsky will both be representing the Panthers in the All-Star game. So that's just a week away. Let's uh, let's get headlines here for the 4 o'clock hour with Alejandro Solana. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. Conference Championship Weekend, Sunday. It begins with the Ravens hosting the Chiefs, 3 p.m. Baltimore, a four-point favorite. All right. We'll talk with Sean Merriman this hour about it. And Niners get the Lions, 630. San Francisco, a seven-point home favorite. Don't forget, you can listen to both of those games right here on WQAM on Sunday. Did you say four? Yeah. They went, it went up on Hard Rock Bet. It's higher than four? Four and a half now. Wow. How are you going to pass up Patrick Mahomes getting four and a half? I passed it up at three and a half. <laughs> pass it up at four and a half. I, wow. I think the Ravens, I think the Ravens gonna show out. No, mine's at four still. Looking at it right now. That's crazy, man. Well, George Richards is texting me that the Panthers are off all next week. There's no games at all. Well, it's all star so weekend. We... Well, I know all star weekend, but all next week they're off. Well, how are we at the Panthers game? No, they play on the eighth. Hmm. That's not next weekend. You're right. You're right. 
I've been saying the last two days that they've got uh, Philadelphia on Tuesday and uh, the Capitals on Thursday. No, they're mm. off next week, bro. It's All Star Weekend. The following, I got week. you now, but I've been saying that for the last two days. Huh. Crowder, where were you? I mean, uh... <laughs> hey, puckin boy. <laughs> huh? Let me call Bob. I mean, cat talk's usually your thing, Hawk. You know, I'm a lot of moving parts. I know. Back here. But that's what I'm saying. I've been I, I keep saying it, but George Richards finally corrected me. You guys have been just kind of staring off into La La Land, but now you're gonna tell me as if you knew this all along. You're like, no, Hawk, they're off all next week. Right. Uh, All-Star weekend. It's, well, they are. Uh, they, they, no, I know that now. But why <laughs> well, didn't you yeah. tell me that yesterday? George, thank Wednesday. you. Thank you for being uh, the only person that listens, clearly, to Hawk. <laughs> like being at home. <laughs> this show is my marriage. <laughs> Our marriage. <laughs> Well, I, I retract that next week the Flyers are in town Tuesday and the Capitals on Thursday. Uh, Flyers will be in town February 6th and the uh, Capitals February 8th. Okay. But if you want to go next Tuesday or Thursday, I can get you in. This sounds like when you uh, were able to secure the box at the Watsko Center for a Canes-Notre Dame game that was taking place in Notre Dame. It was such a good pull to get the sweep for that game. <laughs> I mean, no one no one had a problem giving me the sweep for that game. <laughs> Mr. UM. Um a bit of national news. I know you guys don't really follow the EPL, but Jurgen Klopp, who was Liverpool's manager, announced today that he'll be leaving this summer. And he's one of the I most. I saw LeBron tweet that. Is he a part owner? Yes, LeBron is a part owner of Liverpool. At least he was. I, I believe he still is. Yeah, but he's one of the most uh, beloved managers, not just in the Premier League, but also in all football. And it's bizarre because Liverpool was one of the most storied franchises in soccer, and they had a 30-year a, a drought where they didn't win the Premier League. He, he accomplished that with them. They're top of the table right now as well. And I was watching the interview. He's talking about him uh, having fatigue and he's just not the right guy for the job. But, I mean, they're in first place right now in the Premier Is he League. he stepping away at the end of the season? Yes. Or now? No, at the end of the season. Yeah. He said he's tired. I was watching it today on um, ESPN. He said he's tired. Yeah. Is he no. older? Is he an no. older guy? No. I don't. I wouldn't say he's older. Probably around your age. What are you, like 70? <laughs> nah, he's, he's, I just looked it up. He's 56 years old. That's interesting. Probably just go. He'll go coach internationally somewhere, and then find his way to another team when he gets rejuvenated. That's what he said. Yeah, exactly what I heard on ESPN. <laughs> said he'll take a year off, and then uh, <laughs> probably coach internationally somewhere. <laughs> word for word, Hawk is what I heard this day on ESPN. Uh, and he also said he'll never coach for another club in England. So mm. he'll never coach anywhere other than Liverpool. In England, but he, he can't say he'll never coach elsewhere. He's not going to be the Alabama head coach. They'll lie to you. They'll lie to you. So the Panthers 
Get the Penguins tonight, 7 p.m. in Pittsburgh. First night of a back-to-back, they're at the Islanders tomorrow, 7.30 p.m. I'm just revisiting that because clearly you don't know what the hell you're talking about when it comes to the Panthers. Right. And then the Flyers are in town Tuesday, Capitals Thursday. <laughs> Canes Hoops, they play Pitt tomorrow, 2.15. You can hear the game on AM 790. The Miami Heat are at the Knicks tomorrow, 3 p.m. tip-off from MSG. Jaime Jaquez Jr. makes his return to the lineup tomorrow. I give you a little 15 minutes of heat here. Sponsored by Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Start the new year in a new ride with no payments for 90 days. Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram.com. Here's what Ira Winderman gets asked in the Sun Sentinel today. Ira, the Heat didn't need a little trade. No offense to Terry Rozier. They needed a blow it up trade. And the Celtics proved that last night. The Heat are not in Boston's league. They're certainly not in Joel Embiid's league if he had played against them on Christmas. Don't tell me about how Jimmy Butler is going to turn this around in the playoffs. It's called lightning in a bottle because it happens just once. And that's something that we've talked about, right? Do you look at last season and go, yeah, 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 wait till the playoffs? Or do you look at last season and go, They caught lightning in a bottle once. You cannot expect that to happen on a regular basis. Here's what Ira Winderman responds. Based on last night, I can offer no counterpoint. To me, this has the feel of the Heat coming off their 2006 championship when they expected something easier to follow. Eventually, Shaquille O'Neal simply cut and ran. So for all he said in the locker room after last night's nationally televised disgrace against the Celtics, Does Jimmy Butler take it upon himself to make sure something similar doesn't happen in Saturday's nationally televised game in New York? Jimmy Butler is the Heat's leading man. They need him to lead at this moment. Meander through the regular season, and the Heat might not even be well-positioned as they were at the top of last season's play-in pack. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> that's what Jimmy needs to do. Somebody needs to do it. They have to take – and the scoring, the offense, all of that, but very lackadaisical. Even when I went to the other game, the, the UD you retirement game, me. like it was it was real like, hey, we're playing basketball. It wasn't the passion and, the, and, the, and I guess the emotion that I was used to seeing. I, I also- you have to decide, though. Do you think, Solana, that that was lightning in a bottle last season – or that's the formula. Now, I know it could be a little bit of both. Right. But the preponderance of last season, was it lightning in a bottle, or is that the Heat's formula? I think it's it's very complicated, a complicated question, because are they closer to the team they were last year come playoff time, or are they closer to the team we're seeing now? I would argue they're probably capable of getting to that level again, but... Let's be real. I mean, there was a surprise element to that, right? Where the Bucks, even the Knicks, probably were like, ah, this team, their law of averages, they'll fall back down to earth. That's not going to happen this year. You saw it yesterday. The Celtics wanted to kick the Heat's ass. And if you meet the Celtics in the first round because you're the seven seed, or if you meet the Bucks in the second round if you're the seven seed or whatever, like that's not going to happen. They're not going to, you know, approach it the same way they did last year. And let's be real. This idea, and you know me, I'll throw heat culture around like the best of them, but this idea that you just sprinkle culture onto this team come playoff time 
and they'll be able to hit that switch again. I like I don't buy into that. You have to be able to build habits in the regular season when you're looking at this roster and there's clearly something off. I've been saying it for the past two weeks. There's something off here with Jimmy Bam and Tyler on the floor together. You can't just say, oh, we'll do it again. No, I mean, you have to be able to figure it out, figure it out right now in the regular season. What about from behind the line? Because you you said it, and we had somebody on recently that said it. Like at one point, they were the best three point shooting team in the league. Right and now, they're twenty eighth or something. Can they just catch fire from behind the line they, again and change the offense? They did. No joke. They did last year. The part of why they were able to beat the Bucks, beat the Knicks, and beat the Celtics. They were the worst three point. They were twenty eighth in the league last year in three point shooting percentage, which is third worst in the NBA. And in the playoffs. They were the best three-point shooting percentage team until they got to the finals, and it kind of just dried up there. And the year prior, when they were the one seed, they were the best three-point shooting percentage team in the NBA throughout the course of the season. And when they got into the postseason, that's the year they lost to the Celtics in seven, that three-point shooting kind of disappeared again. So it's shown you, just based on those trends, that it can be one extreme and then go to the other, but you... You can't just say, oh, it'll come back, right? Jimmy Butler will be playoff Jimmy again. Tyler Hero is going to figure it. Like, you can't. You, you can't just do that. Because if it doesn't, you're facing a situation like in 2021 where you're just a beat-up team and you get swept by the Bucks. You guys want to hear what the post-game show sounded like yesterday between Tommy Tige and I? Yes. So, as you can imagine, the only people listening are those that want to torture themselves. I mean, this is an hour and a half into the postgame show, talking with Tommy as we always do to wrap things up. And uh, here's a clip from last night's cooldown. Final question for you sure. here, Tommy, is the Miami Heat, uh, they lose tonight 143-110. to 110. Have you ever gone kayaking? Never. Would you be interested in going kayaking? Not really. With me? No? I don't think so, no. All right. Why are you messing with Tommy Tig <laughs> after a 33-point loss? <laughs> he didn't even want to play along with you. Nope. Nope. Uh-uh. Not interested. <laughs> <laughs> he hates you. Oh, yeah. He's asking out of that, out of that show immediately. Even with me. Have you ever gone kayaking? Tommy Tyke just wants to get out of there. It's a brutal loss. Have you ever gone kayaking? Oh, well, Tommy Tyke doesn't like to be surprised with um, topics. He does not. Foolishness. Oh, we're supposed to keep talking about Svi McKayluck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Heat put their starters on the bench with six and a half minutes to go in the game yesterday. Yeah. Messed up my messed up my uh, parlay. I I bet the percentage of kite people that have kayaked is in the single digits. No. Oh no! Everybody's gone kayaking at least once. No. Yeah, because yeah, you go to a, a little vacation spot. That's always the uh, thing that they have for free. Like anything, any motorized stuff, you got to pay forty dollars a half hour. Yeah. There's always one kayak and some uh, oars for free. Yeah. Anyone can anyone can kayak. It was there between a kayak and a canoe. Yeah, yeah same thing. No, oh, it's not okay. the same thing. It's not the same. Sure thing. it is. 
It's not. But if, it, if you're thrown in the same pot, I would say, okay, a lot of people go. Yeah. But no, kayaking, but, it, it's but, so little. It's a single person. You got to jam your legs in there. I don't, I don't, I've kayaked, but I'll never go again because it's not enjoyable. Canoe is more like rowing where there's like a paddle on each side and you're the rowing. Expert, huh? the expert. Well, I mean, I've been kayaking at least more than once. It's the same thing, though. So you use one oar and you go like that on a kayak, or you use two oars on a canoe. It's not the same thing. thing. It's it's the same exact thing. To kayak, you got to use more of your core to stabilize yourself. God. How would you know? It tips over easy. I've been more than once. It's like saying pool is not similar to billiards. Well, that's the same thing. There's no, you know, there's no pockets on a billiards table. I didn't know that. No. Mm-hmm. Got you. So, like, what's the point? What's the point then of billiards? That's the point of kayaking. <laughs> Your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm. Call them 866-954-MORE. YourAccidentAttorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7. Partly cloudy, around 80 degrees tonight. The lows will drop into the mid-70s. That's your weather. You ever uh, played snooker? No. I think it's snooker, but you ever played snooker? What's that? I think that's the English version of pool or billy. I think think it's the same thing, but it's called snooker. What I call snooker. (laughs) Is it the pool table? With the holes that aren't on the edges, they're like a holes in the middle. Holes in the middle. There's a pool. There's a pool type game no, where there's not. like there's rubber bounces and there's. Oh, the you're hole. talking about bumper pool? Yeah, you go. And no, the holes yeah. are in the middle. The term billiards refers to any game that's played on a cloth covered table with a cue stick. So technically, pool is a billiards game with pockets. I would say a kayak is a single-person canoe. Right. Anyway, Sean Merriman is going to join us next. We'll talk about the uh, conference championship games on Sunday with Sean Merriman here in a moment. We apologize. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Papa Reino. Papa Reino. Hawk and Crowder. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sean Merriman, Pro Bowl linebacker for the Chargers and a couple seasons with the Bills. He's with us courtesy of Bet Online. Check out Bet Online for NFL Conference Championship lines and props. 
there's already Super Bowl look ahead lines, and there's already a prop bet on the length of Reba McIntyre's national anthem, which is set at 86.5 seconds, which when that originally came out, Crowder, I told you that's the lowest over under on a national anthem in gambling history. Oh, she can't hold a note. Reba's gonna, Reba's gonna be in and out, and uh, and we'll get the right right away to some football. Um, anyway, Sean Merriman is with us. Let's start with the games on Sunday. Are I, are when when I say I expected the Dolphins to be part of this, do you roll your eyes, or was there a moment during the season where maybe you thought the same thing, Sean? No, I, I roll my eyes. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, but I'll say this, right? Uh, first of all, you know, Tua, uh, to your Dolphins, Tua was healthy this year, right? And I'm going – because obviously I'm in the fight business, so I'm going to put that on him picking up jujitsu. And I try to tell everybody, nobody want to listen, um, that picking up some kind of combat sports help you in the football field. So I was glad that he was healthy. But more importantly, man, uh, they just need to get over the hump and start beating some, you know, beating some really good teams, right? We know they're going to stomp everybody that's 500 or below. We know they're going to stomp them, but they need to go out and, and start beating some some uh, some high-level teams before we start talking about playoffs for the Dolphins. And, Sean, is, are these last four, before you get a prediction on the games, are these last four who you thought would be there? Because I, I'm not going to lie. I know a lot, people love Detroit. Dan Campbell, what Jared Goff is doing is amazing. I never thought Detroit would be in the NFC Championship game. The other three, I knew they would be there. But Detroit, De- Detroit surprised me. Is there anybody that's surprising you? So, so before the season started, my guys were since I'm on here on, on behalf of Bet Online. I did a video before the season started with Bet Online, and I told them, and I hope they replay it, that the Lions was going to go deep in the postseason. I said that, and when they posted it, everybody lit me up and told me like I was going. You know, yeah, you know how people are, right? Whenever they got something, they'll agree with all oh, CTE football. I'm like, dude, listen, I'm just telling you that how they finished up the, the season before and the momentum coming into this year that they had a shot. Aaron Rodgers not in that division no more. Now, Jordan Love did play better this year. Um, I'll give you that, but he's not Aaron Rodgers. So I said, coming out of that division this year, you know, Minnesota ain't as tough. So who do you think? I said the Lions. And I said, the, if the Lions can come out and win that division, they get in the playoffs, they become a problem. And, yes, they are a problem. And so – I got I got a you know the Ravens um, you know beat the Chiefs. I think it'll be a tight game. I, I think this is, this is the first time that uh, we're going to see Patrick Mahomes. First of all, I want to say this, and I know I'm going to sound like a Chief hater because I'm you know playing the division or whatnot. The Chiefs aren't the same team as they once were. They're not as dominant. They haven't been as dominant all year. So the fact that they're even here to begin with is, is really because of Patrick Mahomes. I mean, let's, let's face it. But nobody is beating the, the Ravens right now. And I, I don't think anybody with the brand of football they playing, um, they got, you know, probably they, they, got, they got linebackers that are talking like we, how we used to talk, right, punching your cousins in the mouth if they come up. I mean, that's the mentality that these guys have, man, the brand of football they playing. I don't see anybody beating the Ravens right now. You talked about having the, the Lions as one of your picks, and here they are in the NFC Championship game. Is Dan Campbell, Sean, the kind of coach that you would have liked to have played for? Is he like, you know, you you look at him and he seems like he's like the the dream. Well, actually, I shouldn't say he's the dream players coach because Mike McDaniel down here, completely different than Dan Campbell, but also kind of a players coach. Which one speaks to you more? Let me tell you, man, about Dan Campbell. You know, a lot of people talk about coaches don't matter and, you know, it's about the players or whatnot. If coaches matter, then why the hell think they haven't been in this position in 30-plus years? 
right? They've had great teams. They had the best running back of all time. They had wide receivers. They, they had a squad, right? One of the best wide receivers of all, of all time, quarterbacks, Matthew Stafford. So how in the hell did they get there after 30-plus, you know, 30, in this position after 30-plus years? Dan Campbell instilled a mentality across the board with these guys. That you, if you talk to any one of them after the, after the game, you see the post-game press conferences, all these guys are confident. They never walk into a game feeling like an underdog anymore, and that really starts at the top with Dan Campbell. And speaking of Detroit, because I got killed about – you're talking about getting killed about Detroit. I got killed about praising Jared Goff. It's like he he's been okay, but he hasn't been this. Is it the system, Sean? Like, how the hell does Jared Goff play at this level? And he's no puppy, bro. He's been in the league damn near ten years. I, I think that Sean McVay wanted Jared Goff to be much more than what he really is. And so, what the Lions are asking him to do is not what they was asking him to do with the Rams. The Lions, the Lions is asking him not to mess this thing up. That's that's basically what they're asking out of him. You know, if you look at him in out, you know, timed out patterns, crossing patterns, you know, being smart with the football, they're going to get takeaways on defense. So why go out there and try to be a superhero? Not being a superhero got them in this position. And so while everybody's sitting around talking about these game managers and, 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 and uh, who's doing this and who's doing that, he's doing exactly what the Lions need him to do to win. There ain't nobody stopping that running attack. These, ball, these boys running the ball down the hill crazy. And they're playing great defense. They're getting turnovers. And all they ask Jared Goff to do is not mess it up. And that's what he's doing. Sean Merriman is with us, courtesy of Bet Online. Again, check out Bet Online for NFL Conference Championship lines and props. There's Super Bowl look-ahead lines and uh, all that good stuff. So uh, we know that you said the Ravens. The Kansas City Chiefs, though, are getting four points. And I'm having a tough time just as a gambler saying, wow, you're giving me Patrick Mahomes in a conference championship game and you're going to give me four points? I'm having a tough time not betting KC. How, how do you see, like, the actual score at the end of that game? I, I, you know, um, last year when Patrick Mahomes was running around with that bad ankle like a damn pe- you know, peg leg trying to get around and still find a way to win football games with no number one wide receivers, no – starting running back. I mean, he was playing with damn their backups. Bad, bad leg, and they still go out and win the game. It's so hard, and it's tough for me because I, I I really do want the Ravens to win. I think they're the better team. But when you got that damn Patrick Mahomes now, he, he just – he finds ways to win the game. So when he, having four points, if you're looking at that, it's tough. It's tough, man, to, 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 not, to not do it, right, because – at the end of the day, you know, Patrick Mahomes, these guys, they've been down this path so many times, and I can't see them, even if even if they lose, it being anything more than a field goal, to be quite honest. And, and Sean, talking about um, the quarterbacks, man, I got to ask about Lamar because he's the closest thing I've ever seen to Michael Vick. That's a weep. I, I don't know if you got another name, let me know, bro, but that's what I remember us playing. When that dude broke the pocket, it was curtains. If you if he saw you coming, how do you attack? How do you slow down a Lamar Jackson? He just ran eleven times for a hundred yards and threw it for damn near two hundred. Like, how do you stop that mobile of a quarterback, that much of an athlete that's in that pocket can make all the throws? But if he hauls ass, you in trouble. Uh, that, that's and that's the thing. You, you, so stop what you're gonna be in trouble with first, and that's him using his legs. Like, I'm not gonna sit back and say Lamar Lamar Jackson can't deliver a great football down the field because he has been. He's he's been lighting it up with his arm this year. 
But it's a whole different ball game when you got that that run pass option, that RPO, and you come down to the defensive end or outside linebacker, and you're and you're going flat down that line of scrimmage. He take off, and you see his ass running down the field like that. It that's a whole different gut wrench right there. So what I would do, man, I would stay in my I would stay in my rush lanes. I would stay in my gaps. Um, I, I would you know force him to give the ball to the running back down the hill. I would I would go ahead and take my take my L's, let him gas me a couple times, three four yards five yards because you know that if Lamar Jackson pulls that ball, it's going to be five, 10, 15 plus yards every single time. So I would just make him one dimensional, man. I would just stay in my, stay in my lane, stay in my gaps. You know, if I'm, if I'm supposed to go down flat line of scrimmage, don't get out leverage. So he pulled that ball out, man. I can go actually get out there and make a play. Just make him one dimensional. By the way, ain't no stopping that, right? You ain't, ain't no stopping it completely. You can only hope to slow it down. It's like Michael Jordan. You're not going to stop him. You can only hope to contain him. That's yeah. the exact, uh, exact same analogy. Uh, the late game is the Niners and the Lions, and we talked about it, and you liked the Lions before the season started. Do you give the Lions any chance on Sunday night? I do. I give them a lot of chance. I actually think they're going to win. Um, Outright. I, I, I said this. You know, when, when, when the 49ers had that stretch where they lost three or four games this year, a lot of people are blaming it on, you know, injury. I know Debo was down. Purdy had that shoulder, head injury, whatever it was. They were pretty banged up. I looked at it a whole different way, man. I, I think that they got exposed in certain areas during that three or four-game stretch, right? And we all know it's a copycat league. People are sitting around watching film and what to do. I, I, I wouldn't. I would be shocked if Dan Campbell wouldn't look into those three or four games and saying, this is what we're going to do regardless. Now, if Debo Samuels is not going, because I think he, I don't know if he, he's still 50-50, right? I think he's, a, he's still a, a, you know, 50-50 whether he's going to play or not. If he doesn't play, I'm for sure taking the Lions. But I, even if he does, I, I still do believe the Lions got a good shot to win this game. Lights out, let me ask you, because I'm, I'm all in on it, and – if you disagree with me, you're going to hurt my feelings because I'm going to have to move and I won't be able to pay my mortgage. He's all in monetarily. <laughs> with Debo being hurt, I have taken every Christian McCaffrey over I could. Anytime touchdown, receiving yards at 38, rushing yards at 88. Christian McCaffrey is going to be the entire offense. And how Brock Purdy played last week, if I'm if I'm Kyle Shanahan, I'm not putting it in Brock's hands. I'm giving Christian McCaffrey 30 touches. Book it, 100%. And you know what? They're going to have to. They, they don't have another choice. But don't get me wrong, killers, all these guys, they can go out and make plays. Um, but if, Chris, if, if, McC- if McCaffrey doesn't get, don't get the ball 20-plus times, if he don't rush for close to 100 yards, or he's not catching that ball out the backfield, they ain't got a shot in hell. And, you know, you can start relying on other guys. You got other playmakers and whatnot. But this whole season, we were talking about whether Brock Purdy was elite, right? And I'm not saying he's, he's elite yet. I don't think he's elite yet because he hasn't played long enough. He hasn't shown us long enough. But on his way to being elite, if he don't use Chris McCaffrey, they don't have a shot in hell to win this game. So I would, I would, take, the, I would take that all across the board. Looking forward to Sunday again. Bet online. You can get all the latest odds right there. Are you surprised it was uh, during our show yesterday where we found out the Atlanta Falcons were not going to hire Bill Belichick? Are you surprised that Bill Belichick leaving the New England Patriots and wanting another head coaching job seemingly is not going to get one? No, not not at all. I mean, I think everybody else is surprised, but you, you got to think, man, how long Bill Belichick is, is, is coach, um, his accolades his prestige, what he's done in, in the National Football League over the past couple of decades. 
What's, why do you think there's only one team that he went to go see and not three, four teams like every other coach that was on the market? That's his attitude. I don't give a damn if I coach or not. So if you're looking at it across the board um, and, and how, you know, just the job market has gone, how the coaching search has gone so far, Bill Belichick doesn't care if he coaches or not. He probably walked right into Atlanta Falcons front office and said, I want this, I want this amount of money, I want this amount of control, or I'm out. I wouldn't doubt if it was one of those situations like, hey, I want all these things. If you can't do it, I don't want to be here. And that's why they went a different direction. So I don't even have Bill Belichick coaching this year at all. I don't think there's, no, I don't think there's anybody. Once the commanders, once the commanders backed out, right, once the commanders said, hey, we're not going to have them here, I, I knew it was two teams. It was the commanders and it was the Falcons who had a real possibility of bringing Bill Belichick in. Once commanders said no, and now Atlanta saying no, I don't believe that Bill Belichick will be coaching this year at all. Is he the GOAT? I, I actually, somebody asked me this. I had an argument back and forth today in the damn airport about it where he won. He had six, but it was always with Brady, and then Brady leaves, and you see what the last couple of years in New England where they were terrible. His, uh, he was a GM. They he can't draft many players. Like, is he still the GOAT? Because he was tearing our ass up in the AFC East my entire career. I think it's um I think I think he is because you can't deny the 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 record, right? You can't deny the range, regardless of Tom Brady. People forget that they had an all star defense with uh uh, uh Brewski and, and uh Vrabel, uh Willis uh, uh no um uh, what's big uh, big Mac, right? They had Ty McGinnis, Ty Law. So we we're talking about Tom Brady, but they've also had an all star cast when they won a lot of these championships too that people just don't credit. But I'll, I'll say this. I do believe he's a GOAT. But there's always that little question, that little bit of a question to say, is he really the GOAT because of Tom Brady, right? And so I think so. You, you can't deny it because he got the rings. You can't take those rings. I don't care who was on that roster. But at the same time, man, Tom Brady left. He hasn't been good. And Tom Brady went somewhere else and won a ring. If Tom Brady didn't win a ring, a ring somewhere else, I don't think there's no question at all. But there is that, that little percentage, that little feeling, that he may not be the GOAT because he had Tom Brady. I guess I got to ask you about the Chargers head coach since you're a Charger. How's Jim Harbaugh going to do? I, yeah, I, look, this, I haven't seen this much excitement out here since the mid-2000s since we played. Um, it, you know, it's been crazy, right? Because I'm not all on, hey, let's grab a big-name coach. We're going to go win the Super Bowl. It doesn't, you know – the real we, we all know who played the game. It doesn't work that way, right? I don't, Bill Belichick, you can bring everybody in here. It doesn't guarantee you that you're going to win the football, uh, win the Super Bowl. But I'll tell you this: with uh, Jim Harbaugh's resume and what he's done to organizations and NFL and, and college programs, with little next to nothing, and coming to turn that thing around immediately, you have to think with him walking into a locker room. You got Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen. Uh, all uh, all pro left tackle or Sean Slater, uh, 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 Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Derwin James. I'm like he hasn't even had this talent before ever, and he's done much better. So you have to think he's going to come in and immediately turn this thing around. And I think that's where the excitement is coming in from the Chargers fans. And random question, bro, but I'm I'm so torn on it. I don't know, but people ask me all the time. Speaking about the playoffs, who has a better linebacking core? Fred Warner and Greenlaw and Sam Fran or Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith at the Ravens? I don't, I don't know the answer uh, to this. Uh, you know what, man? Um, 
it's because it, Roquan Smith and Queen do like those those dudes like they they have the mentality that I just I, I just love watching both of them in tandem. Um, you know, I, I don't think we've seen a tandem like that since like maybe Navarro Bowman and Patrick Willis. I, you know, if you think of maybe Briggs and Erlock, I mean, it's it's hard to say, man, because I, you know, Fred Warner is my is one of my favorite players too, right? And I don't think that Greenlaw, as good as he is, I think the the Queen um, and Smith combination is better. Now, if we're just talking about one on one linebackers and whatnot, Fred Warner is up there in my in my book. He he's up there, but we're talking about the physicality. And it's guys that I like to watch because they're so damn physical and, and hitting people in the mouth. Uh, Smith and Queen is, is it for me. Well, if Crowder gets to ask a linebacker question, then I get to ask a food question. <laughs> Crowder is in Dallas, and he wants to make every meal Papa Dough. Ooh. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to Dallas, Sean, but Papa Dough is a seafood place, and that's Crowder's favorite restaurant of all time. But I'm, I'm uh, partial to Whataburger when I'm in Texas, because they don't have it here in Florida, and I like Whataburger. Which one you got, Whataburger or Papa Dough? I, I like Papa Dough, but both of y'all asses cheap, man. Y'all got to go to some upscale restaurants. Check out uh, Nick Sands out there in Dallas, man. Um, that I, some, sometimes I'll fly into Dallas and do that, but Papa Dough, Papa Dough is, is a spot when I, take, uh, when I take big groups of people out, because I ain't taking them to the, a big group to, to the expensive restaurant. That ain't happening. I'm taking them to Whataburger. Sean, <laughs> it's crazy. You say Nick and Sam's, my credit card bounced back at Nick and Sam's. <laughs> bro, it, it was just at the bar. I think I ordered, I, I was going to be big man. And I, I ordered like, hey, everybody have drinks. I'm thinking the drinks are 12, 15 bucks a piece. A double McAllen was $43. So this bill, $700, $800. The lady brought my credit card back and slid it across the table. And she said, do you have anything else? I said, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, that, look, that's that's why I said I don't take groups there. You know, I, I'll take you know, one or two people, maybe maybe three. But when I take anything over five, man, Papa Don Waterberg is what it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said Nick and Sam, I started yeah. shaking. That was some good life advice by uh, Sean Merriman there, though. That was some good life advice. <laughs> that's excellent. Yeah, I'm more of a. Whataburger, you know, Panera, Sparrow. Get me in that line there. That's my. That's where I'm going. Sean Merriman. We always enjoy talking to you, Sean Merriman, courtesy of our friends at Bet Online. Check out Bet Online for NFL Conference Championship lines, props, Super Bowl look-ahead lines, and they already got the Reba McIntyre National Anthem line set at 86.5 seconds. Thank you for making time for us, Sean. You got it, fellas, man. Thanks for having me. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Today's national I Love My Feet Day. Two out of three members on the show can celebrate that today. (laughs) Trust me, you will kill it on I Love My Ass Day. Hawk and Crowder. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.